another edition of the Bullheaded Podcast. I'm your host, per usual, Sean Tyson, here with Zoo and Peebush. How are you guys doing? Doing well, man. I was telling you guys earlier, just moved into a new place. So, fingers crossed there's no more buffering for all our viewers out there. I know over <laughs> the years, man, I've had some uh, some major blackouts when it comes to the Wi-Fi. So, I think we should be all, all fixed on that end, man, and using that Wi-Fi to start fantasy football analysis, hmm. man. It's that time of year. We finally reached August, man. It's right around the corner. Oh, I know, man. This is the first weekend. Started to do some mock drafting right now. Mm. Made some tier lists of positional players. Did oh, did a lot of mock drafts and listening to some podcasts, watching some videos, man, of the upcoming season. So I'm in full go mode right now, man. I'm mm. absolutely in full go mode. It feels good to be back looking at sports again because without any basketball news and obviously nothing with football yet right now, Man, sports season has sports season has been completely dead. Like if you're in the sports industry right now, this is when you go on vacation. This mm-hmm. is when Woj, this is when Woj goes out to the Bahamas, man, to enjoy his life. Because right yep. now, nothing going on right now in the sports world, especially in America's sports world. Yeah, like people just kind of foreshadowed, man. It's basically fantasy football season. You know, me myself, I need to get in a couple draft rooms, see if I can uh get my chops back up and see who I'll be <laughs> drafting. And that's exactly this that, that is exactly where we're gonna start out. Um, you know, fantasy for a lot of people, I feel like over the years has grown and there's so many variations in how leagues are played. But one thing is one thing that is true is that quarterbacks are sometimes not important. Sometimes they are important. And uh I wanted to ask the guys opinions on who are a couple of guys that are trending up. And a couple of guys that are trending down. And P. Bush, we're going to start with trending up. But I want to hear your thoughts. Oh, man. This is tough because I think there's zero. <laughs> wow. I, I know we could we could talk about a couple. I won't, I won't talk about them. But I think Fields and Lawrence, I think I, it's hard to consider them trending up because I feel like that was yeah. the end of the season for them. And, oh, yeah. you know, they were really especially, quote unquote, especially Fields. Especially Fields. Monster games. But, but Trevor Lawrence was also bringing his team into the playoffs, right, for the first time in a long time. So I think, you know, I think he ended up finishing about top eight last year. Obviously, Fields seventh in total rushing across all players last Crazy. year with nearly 1,200 yards rushing and seven rushing touchdowns. I don't see him maybe breaking another 1,000 this year. It's possible, but I think he is going to try and throw the ball more, especially with the addition of DJ Moore. So I do think he's going to still, you know, be considered probably a top six quarterback in fantasy purposes um, just for points per game. But I'm looking at a guy that obviously is always on people's minds when it comes to fantasy football, but he had a bit of an off year with injuries and contract disputes, and that's Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is, for as much as you can consider him trending upwards, I think he really was just trending down because of all Mm -hmm. the storylines that were going on last year. He dropped those 240 pieces like early on in the season. Everyone thought he was going MVP mode. But, man, they got a solid wide receiver room now. I mean, they got they got that rookie Sean right, Zay Flowers right, Zay, yeah, Zay, and then obviously Odell Beckham still got Mark Andrews. This is definitely his best rotation of a receiving core that he's had in his career. No excuses, man. I know we give him every year. We're like Lamar, you got no excuses. But the other big thing that complements him is that J.K. Dobbins is in a contract year. And he's been talking all this smack about how he deserves a contract. Well, I have you on my dynasty team, sir. You better <laughs> damn well show up this year because I'm paying you too much money. And what you were potentially asking for in a in a time when running backs are getting slighted in contracts. So, to put it lightly. To put it lightly, exactly. <laughs> so this is a team that kind of has a lot to prove this year for what seems to be like the fourth season in a row that they have a lot to prove. 
but I feel like they finally have some pieces, young pieces as well as some veterans that can help, you know, Lamar potentially progress further in his passing game and obviously assist in the rushing attack with the with a hopefully healthy J.K. Dobbins. So I'm looking at Lamar. This guy needs to have a big season. I still think he'll be a top five quarterback drafted, probably around the fields territory after the big three of uh, Mahomes, Allen, and Hertz. Um, and then he kind of got the Burroughs, Herberts, um, you know, trailing behind. But they just don't have that upside with the rushing. So I got Lamar Jackson as my number one trending up quarterback. Nah, that's such a great pick that you took my pick, man. That was my mm. pick, man. Lamar Jackson, when you said that, I was like, man, this dude, like, we forgot he had one of the greatest QB seasons of all time. Mm-hmm. Like 27 fantasy points legitimately. If you had him on your fantasy team that year, your winning odds of winning a championship was like you're it was like 50-50 because how how good he was, like being pretty much scoring six more points than the second best quarterback that year. So obviously Zay Fives, I got off uh, mentioned the off, new offensive coordinator. Mm. Pass friendly. They say he's gonna be throwing the football a little more to so get a little more passing yards out there. And I already mentioned the rookie and stuff. So I totally agree with Lamar Jackson, man. But this guy I have in mind, too, is also a little more low-key. He's got a little scandals. But I am going to be objective on the field only. I'm looking at Deshaun Watson, man. Deshaun's man, Deshaun Watson. Obviously, last year, he was atrocious. Like, he was god-awful. Like, he's god-awful. Makes Mm. a lot of sense. Got to go a year of football off. Obviously, a new team, new coach, new teammates trying to get acclimated, coming back in the middle of the season with all the drama in the first couple of weeks, and him coming back, I think, like in the double digits, like week 12, I forgot. Like, it was the season's pretty much over. The season's pretty much over. They just want to reacclimate Deshaun Watson in. But this Cleveland Browns offense, oh, I like him. And offensive line, I always mm-hmm. love their offensive line. Nick Chubb this year is going to be, be <laughs> giving a lot of easy passing lanes because well, you got Nick Chubb on the fold. Oh, man, he's going to get some beautiful looks for Amari Cooper out there. They super mm. the Jets guy Elijah Moore out there. So he got some legitimate weapons for Deshaun this year. And I'm just like, this guy, I truly believe that when he was in his prime, he was a tier one quarterback in real mm-hmm. life and fantasy quarterback. This guy was putting up 21, 22, 23 points a game. And he also yeah. has rushing ability. So I'm like, I'm looking at Deshaun Watson. People... The thing is, when you when you take a year off, people forget about you. So this is why you could get him in the later rounds right now. Like obviously, mm. right now there's been a huge QB like push in the first couple rounds after Jalen Hurts' insane season, Josh Allen and Mahomes. These yeah. guys are. I've seen some of these guys go early third round, late second. Like these are guys wow. that are like okay, this guy. I want a guy to get 24, 25 points a week, and I'm gonna get that QB position and lock it up and not get a bust. Of a, of a draft pick. So a lot of people I'm seeing yeah. mock drafts right now, they're taking these guys real high. But I like a little more upside because right now the value is baked in those top three. Like Everybody yeah. knows those guys are elite. Tier one, no doubt about it. And you got the middle tiers, Lamar, little Fields, maybe your boy Herbert, man, those type of guys in there. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe Trevor Lawrence on the back end. But I feel like Deshaun Watson is probably in that tier three list right now where you could mm-hmm. scoop him up in the eighth to tenth round. And he could potentially finish as a guy that averages 21 to 23 points a game on this Cleveland Browns offense. So Deshaun Watson right now, I'm like, you know, I like you know, Deshaun Watson. You know what it reminds me of a bit, Zoo? I know it's they're not talent-wise very similar, but what Jared Goff did last year in his consistent offensive play, 
is what Deshaun Watson could potentially provide. I, I don't know if his rushing ability is going to fully be there. I think he's going to kind of play it a bit more passive and, and meaning like he's going to put be kind of in the pocket. Obviously we know his talent, his arm talent's ridiculous. He's, he did it with like no names, like Will Fuller, man. Like it, it's just been sad to see kind of his downfall, obviously kind of to his own accord, of course, but I do hope he has a bounce back year. And there's another guy, Zoo, that could have a bounce back year with a new head coach, man. Russell Wilson. I'm actually curious to see what Russ does. I'm not saying take him as your main quarterback, but he could be a nice backup that you get really later on, see how he progresses during the year. Because we know the weapons they have out in Denver. They're pretty solid wide receiving core if they can stay healthy. The top two, yeah, for sure. But with Sean Payton, man, I'm very curious to see what he does because similar sized quarterback as Drew Brees. We all know the magic that he worked down there in New Orleans for so many years. Um, you know, got him a Super Bowl. So that's I, I don't want we don't need to go in depth on Russell there, but I do think he's somebody to watch and, and another guy that had a horrid year last mm-hmm. year, to say the least. Now he did have a couple mid twenty performances. He might have had like you know a handful, three or four, but nothing crazy. And this is a guy that we had been seeing as a consistent starting fantasy quarterback since really 2013, probably. So this was really his first major off year, and you know they do have weaponry out there. So that's another guy I'm taking a look at later, later in the draft. Oh yeah, you could definitely get Russ in the 12, 13, 13th round, round yep. pretty much like a free pick. Like yep. this is when you're down to like third string, like second string, like running backs and wide yep. receiver. Like you get a nice backup quarterback in Russell Wilson, man. So I totally exactly. agree with that, man. I totally agree with that. But man, oh man, this is a guy I have my eyes on. I'm very torn about my man. He's no longer on my Don't franchise anymore. He's no Don't longer you... on my franchise oh my anymore. <laughs> my, my former man, I can't say he's my man anymore because he's not on my team. But Aaron Rodgers of the New York Jets mm. now, which is still mm. weird to say. He's still in green, but he's but he's, he's in a he's in a big city now. His brother gave up $35 million, which is one selfless. of the, <laughs> That is the definition of <laughs> selflessness. Like Jesus oh. Christ, thirty-five million dollars <laughs> for the he first time that, in his life. He had fully that was fully guaranteed. And he's like, nah, give it to the other players. I'm just like, what the heck's going on down there? Like, oh, he loves Garrett Wilson. He loves he the really Jets does. coach. He he loves his boy Nathaniel Nathaniel Hackett. Man, I'm back back with his favorite coordinator. Like, yeah. I'm just like this guy looks so so happy, and I'm just looking at this brother. Garrett Wilson is going to have a hell of a year. It's ready yeah, baked in right now. Overvalued, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of hype right now with Garrett Wilson. I truly mm-hmm. get it, but we got to still see the magic happen. But Aaron Rodgers as a 10th mm-hmm. round pick, I might be bid again, man. Last year, he took a lot of my teams, man. I was like the Titanic. I had Aaron Rodgers drop 12 points a game for me. <laughs> Aaron man. Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers. I was lucky Ugh. to get. I was lucky to get 15 fantasy points from Aaron Rodgers. Like if I got 15 from Aaron Rodgers, I was like, okay. Not going to sink my season. But this year, man, I get a same massive discount. But that Jets team is a legitimately good team because I like the weapons. Your boy, Brees Hall, coming mm. back from injury. They might sign Dalvin Cook in the future. So they're trying to load up right now. They're trying to make a run this year. In a they're trying division. to win a championship. And you got a motivated Aaron Rodgers with that attitude right now and the selflessness. And it looks like a change, man. Like this guy's like, like a Make-A-Wish Foundation to give me away all this money, man. So, 
I might have to. I'm I'm ready to get burned again this year, man. I'm all ready to get burned again. You ready to get hurt? Yeah, uh, yeah man. I'll take if I if I get a little later. People take the elite quarterback. I'll take a Deshaun. I'll take an Aaron Rodgers, just in case. One insurance for another. If both of them bust, I don't know. But I, I I'm okay with that this year. I'm okay with going late and taking two quarterbacks that have elite upside. Yeah. So. Because I think it's flipped this year, Zoo. A lot of the, a lot of the guys that ended up having unbelievable years were the ones that fell. I mean, Hertz was a, a, a solid pick. You know, I think he was went maybe sixth round in some oh, leagues. He was round. a steal last year. But Fields and Lawrence were both steals last year. They both went in like eleventh, twelfth round, and onwards. Um, it's going to be hard to find those guys. I think it's going to be not really the younger quarterbacks this year. It's going to be the guys that we're trying to see rally back from previous good seasons. So it is going to be an intriguing year just for quarterbacks in general. Yeah, I I agree with all like pretty much Deshaun and Lamar were my top two on that list. Yeah. Um, you know, so I kind of agree with that. I wanted to throw some questions at you guys. Uh, so it's funny you brought up Russell Wilson, right? Because you just I, who I think it was Zoo that brought him up. Russell, yeah. Um, so. What's funny is I was looking at, and this is, everybody has their, full disclaimer, everybody has their app and their channel that they do their draft on. They have Yahoo, CBS, yep. ESPN, whatever. But this is based off CBS. So they had two of these guys ranked, and I wanted to ask a question of, and they were ranked similarly close in terms of QB rank, because I wanted to ask the question of, as your backup, so like your stash, if you had like, you know, whatever round you're in, you're just like, oh, I'll just take a chance on one of these guys. You've drafted mostly all the guys you know, on your team. Who would you rather have as a stash QB, not your starter? Jordan Love or Russell Wilson? Oh, Russell Wilson, man. Stop it. You're talking about Jordan Love? So let me take it for So let me take the ranking though. Oh, let I me take the ranking. Though. Give me a real competition. But no, this I listen, I think it's a crazy question, but look where they're ranked. Russell right now is ranked 18th on CBS and Jordan Love is 22. Mm-hmm. So it's not too far away. And to me, I think it speaks to <laughs> Jordan Love having, I know, and I would say that Jerry Judy and those other guys, Sutton's probably a better, like probably a better top two. But I think just the Packers team overall in terms of running backs and pass catchers and their tight end, Tanya, like they got weapons. No, so Bear, Jordan Bears got average. The Bears, yeah. oh, they Bears got stole Tanya. Okay. Their tight so end's I, a little I, open, but their wide receivers are they got a, I think they drafted a guy in like the second round from – one school, whatever, but I thought he was going to be a backup, but I guess he might end up being the starter. But they drafted, yep. they drafted pretty well at receiver. <laughs> they still got Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. Hopefully, he has a bounce back. It would be my luck because I, I drafted that. him last year super high and he couldn't get any type of traction as a goal line back. But I think that speaks to more so with Jordan Love that he has a lot of weapons and he can run. So I think they're going to factor that in. And if you see, like, to me, it's like, I don't know how many people, at least fantasy-wise, I'm not talking about as a quarterback and winning games, but I'm talking about fantasy-wise, saw Justin Fields coming last year. And I'm not saying no. he's going to have Justin Fields' athleticism Definitely. and talent, but, I mean, he has a chance to be a nice stash. He'd be like, who, you know, he's not going to be my starter. Like, you could stash yeah. and be like, hey, he, like, you know, can do some he's stuff. He's probably the young, the because you can't call him a rookie, right? But, like, inexperienced yeah. quarterback. He's definitely not a rookie. Besides, the only the only one that I'm actually curious about is Brock Purdy. Yeah, and, and, and Purdy. I'm no. I'm, I'm saying curious, compared but... compared to Jordan Love, like another inexperienced young quarterback. Yeah, it's not C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, right? It, yeah, it's how to bring a rookie, Anthony Richardson. Anthony, Richardson. but that's a given though. He's a top ten guy. He's gonna he's gonna produce. 
like he's going to produce easily because they got him in his, like the consensus on CBS is he's a top 10 guy already without playing. So I, I didn't want to put him in there because that would have been an easy one. And they might lose Jonathan Taylor, man. He's requesting a requesting a trade right now. Yeah, hey, so, Jonathan I mean, Taylor, get in line. Relax. Relax. <laughs> get in line. Everybody's yeah. requesting as a running back is requesting new contracts man, and watching, more pay. I get they're it. watching too much NBA TV, man. They're just so they're following the Dame Lillard, the James Hardens, man. So, I mean, yeah, it's it it is going to be hard to find. I think where you're going to get a good stash, though, Sean, is kind of those veteran backups that we're looking for, like. Yeah. Kind of a resurgence. I just was like shocked. Was. I was just shocked they were that close. Yeah. Like Jordan Love has been in the league too. for a long time, and it's just like he hasn't really, you know, to Zoo's point, he hasn't proven much. But it's like I think they're banking on like the Packers' weapons, and yeah. I think too you got to also think factor in that he. I'm not saying he's going to make a huge leap, but you got to understand his head coach drafted him. Yeah. He wasn't drafted by another coach and came in like he's the guy he wanted. So I think he may tailor that offense to the strengths of what Love would do, but. I mean, if you're asking me, I would take Love over Wilson. I would. I, I'm. I don't. I don't know. For if the I upside, can I could see it. Yeah, the upside. Russell, the upside. because I'm stashing him. I'm not going to play him unless. Yeah. You know, he's whatever, and I don't know if Russell. Everybody's banking on Sean Payton being this guru. Like, I think a lot of the stuff that was happening with Russell last year was because of he just wasn't good. Yeah. He wasn't he good. Hack it. And hack no. it at Sean Payton no. had no. one of the worst coaching jobs <laughs> in the history of football. He ain't lying. <laughs> It was a 50-50, but Russell looked pretty bad, bro. I mean, how can you look? How can you, know you look that bad with of? all you the know time? What it reminds me of it just reminds me of what Matt Nagy did. Man, he crawled back into his quarterback coaching role. Man, once he just flopped as a head coach, <laughs> Matt Nagy slander continues. Hey, of course, man. I always find any chance I can, man. But uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be. I just tough. thought that Ricky was crazy, and I, I don't know, Sean, if we want to dive into it, but like, there's a couple guys that I think are going to have to come back down from stardom last year, from last year. And that's I know exactly Geno Smith, man. One hit wonder, baby. Let's go. Geno Smith. Now, the thing is, they got Smith and Jigba, man. It's not like they lost any of their quality receiving mm -hmm. core. But I just don't think he can replicate it. Like, he was unbelievable. He was, what was his like, ranking last year at the end? He, I think he might have been He seven. had to have been, like, top five, six, yes, somewhere he in that been seven. Range. He might have been, I think... Lawrence was kind of catching up to him towards the end of the year, but after a slow start. And then Lawrence, I know, ended eighth uh, in standard scoring, of course. But I don't know, man. Russ, because Russell Wilson had the same thing, right? And they had such a good, you know, core mm -hmm. there and still left, right? And then you got this Geno Smith guy coming in who's been a perennial backup, probably the best backup in the league for a long time. And you're asking this guy to go out and throw 30 more touchdowns? I mean, we, they have a great running back room. The Kenneth Walker, RB1, of course. Uh, Sean's favorite player. Andy's <laughs> least favorite. But <laughs> So they have a legitimate offense, but one, they're, they're, in, a, they're in a pretty tough division. Um, you know, with the Cardinals kind of – oh, man. I want to talk about a sorry story. Mm. Kyler Murray continuing to trend downwards, man. Obviously, he's got the injury issues and all that, but – after they got rid of Hopkins and just let him walk, I mean, there's another quarterback. So, I, you know, Geno Smith, it's not that I don't think he's good and he's just going to completely flop. I just don't think he's going to be worth – if people overvalue Geno, Geno Smith, I think that is the worst overvaluation at the quarterback position this year. It's to assume that he's probably going to replicate what he did uh, back in the, in, in the 2022 season. So, you know, I, I don't think there's too much else to add there. I think it's just – it's one of those seasons, man. And it's not like he's a young guy. Like, 
Zoo, you remember when Cam Newton had that unbelievable year and then he had a regression oh, yeah. his oh, sophomore yeah. season? You know, that was unexpected because he's young and you'd assume him to replicate it, right? Mm-hmm. I think Geno Smith's on like the polar opposite version of that. And uh, I think he'll still be a solid quarterback, maybe kind of a, a Kirk Cousins level, you know, something like that. Maybe he has a great game here. Placeholder, yeah. Yeah, he's just kind of a placeholder, a good little uh, a streamer quarterback, man, for a bye week. But don't overvalue him. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Geno yeah, Smith. Yeah. yeah, this guy, unbelievable season last year, but I totally agree with you on Geno, man. But for me, man, I'm going to pick a guy that I feel like it, in consensus of the football world, everybody loves. Elite. Mr. Cool himself, man. Joe Burrows. Mm. I'm telling you, man. When I see these, when I see these mock drafts, man, they have him in the tier right below the big three, aka Hurts, mm-hmm. Mahomes, Allen. Mm-hmm. And I love Joe Burrow, but in fantasy, in real life football, he's elite. But in fantasy yeah. football this year, I can't do it, man. I can't take him that mm. high because you know what? Why in front of him, Lamar Jackson and Justin sure, Fields for sure, and, he, and he's going around like. Go in front or right behind him right now. So, but I have Lamar Jackson just a tear in front of him, and Mr. Fields himself because of the rushing ability. Right, like, there's some rushing cheese that this guy could do, man. Rushing 700, 800 projected yards this year. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. take that rushing yards, and obviously your your Bears got a lot of better offensive weapons, and hopefully DJ Moore can give Mr. Fields the wide receiver one that he's always needed. And hopefully unlocks his passing game, and hopefully he gets also gets better too with his decision making. Mm-hmm. So I have Mr. Fields in front of him too. Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert, I have him in front of Joe. See, they're Kobe. similar. Last year, yeah, they're very similar. But I think J- Justin Herbert first two years as a rookie he had one of the best rookie years ever. Two back to back season, twenty two points, fantasy points a game. That's elite quarterback. Last yeah. year after the rib injury, he was just not the same. No, he was not the same, and obviously his weapons getting injured. Like uh, Mike Williams, I feel like I talk about this brother every year getting injured every single year. So maybe it's just in his DNA not to play like every single game. And same thing with Keenan Allen getting nicked up too. So that, but, but they drafted a rookie wide receiver in the first round. So hopefully he helps Herbert out a little more. And obviously he still got mm-hmm. Eckler back there. But I feel like Herbert is the ultimate bounce back candidate right now because you go from 22, 22, 16 regression to the mean, baby. You're going back to 22. So I have him in front of Joe Cool himself. So that's mm. three quarterbacks that a lot of people, are, I would say, majority of the consensus right now, they got Joe Burrow above Ahead those of guys. All three, yeah, exactly. So I would pick all three of those guys over Joe Burrow. Like wow. obviously, I still have Joe Burrow as a top ten quarterback, yeah. but based on his ADP, I am fading him at his ADP. Do you mm. think that has to do with just they're just sick skill talent? Oh yeah. Like I think they're probably think banking just now this is pre-injury but like I think they were banking on just Jamar having like a crazy and explosion and then T cuz they basically have two receiver one. So I think they're yeah. thinking like the amount of touchdown passes that Joe Burrow's going to throw yeah. may kind of offset 40. someone like maybe Herbert or even Lawrence because I think Lawrence has a good rushing ability upside too but in terms mm-hmm. of weapons Calvin Ridley, I think, is going to have a huge year. And we'll talk about that with receivers, but that's still kind of an unknown because it's kind of like, you know, he was off that year and whatever. So I think they're just making on Jamar. (laughs) Yeah, he looks like a dude for real, Um, which is, I think, is going to even help Christian Kirk even more. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I I, I think that probably has something to do with Burrow maybe 
getting just that explosion. And plus, too, I think sometimes a lot of these guys that be ranking fantasy stuff, like you're talking about the tiers. Like, I know they go off of stats, but sometimes name recognition just gets put and lumped in. With, especially if you're dealing yeah. with a site that's just not as, you know, that's not what they do. They're just looking yeah. for clicks. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, let's just put Burrow up there, even though we're not going to look at where he ranked last year. So it's just like, whatever. Especially right after the injury, know. so it feeds into the algorithm, you know. Yeah, people just. I'm gonna be interested to see where he if he drops at all. Um, yeah, they're saying a couple man. weeks. Yeah, any Probably. lower body in, bodily injuries, man. And Joe Burrow for a quarterback, he gets injured pretty constantly. He doesn't have like, mm. like obviously he had that catastrophic injury, but he's getting nixed up like every every couple of years. He missed a couple of games, so he is not. I wonder if that's the same leg. Games, yeah. That, sure that got torn apart. Yeah, like right and, you know, it, it, that's how it does it, though. When you when you hurt one ligament, you kind of overcompensate, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you end up tightening up right. other muscles. And it's just – it's all – I mean, it's all tied together, obviously. But So, yeah, man. Speaking, I, I agree with you, Zoo, a little bit. You know, I think I think slightly overvalued, but I still think he'll have a great year. I think you just may have a couple better options than him. So, mm-hmm. maybe not reaching too far. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the AFC North, uh, mm. I think FanDuel – at the Bengals, and I don't know if this was updated, but had them favored, which maybe they have some intel in thinking Burrow won't be out that long. Um, but that was one of the more, I guess you could say, positive diagnoses if you're a Bengals fan of uh, seeing it was only a calf strain. But with this division, um, whether you're talking about the Bengals, the Steelers, you know, Ravens, any any of the Browns, any of the teams in that division based on the quarterbacks that each team has, just looking at from the outside going in, it could go either way. <laughs> like these are one I of the mean, few divisions where it's like, Hey, if you're a fan of each team, you're like, I like our quarterback. Let's go to war. You know, maybe the Steelers are less, you know, maybe the Steelers are less an extent, <laughs> but it's just like their pedigree of winning and how they, you know, always end up to somehow get seven or eight wins. I, you know, I think if they look at Kenny Pittick, they're like, okay, he can get it done. So, I want to ask the guys, what are their, you know, thoughts on this division? How did they see it going? Like I said, I just mentioned the Borough News. So, Zoo, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, you speak about the Steelers, man. You go right there, last place right there. Kenny Pickham, man, like he's a cute little quarterback. Like they started Mitchell Trubisky over the brother last year for some reason. So, obviously, <laughs> you don't make believe. Wait, when you, when when you start division, Trubisky over a quarterback, that means you don't <laughs> he was a really believe him. Exactly. He's a rookie. So, he's a rookie, so he's, he's a rookie. But Mitchell yeah. Trubisky, man, stop it, man. He's a veteran. Ah, oh, he's a veteran that sucks, man. Deserves to be on the bench with me, man. That's Mitchell Trubisky. Well, he is. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, the guy, he's the guy with the clipboard and gives advice to the guy that's starting. He's the new Chase Gardner Minshew, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just you know, I hey, take Gardner, I'll, Minshew, I'll take, man, I'll, take man. I'll take I'll take Minshew over Trubisky any day. So yeah, like Kenny Pickett, man, I'm fading him. Obviously, the offense last year, very unimpressive. Just very unimpressed. What Deontay about Najee, John- No, Deontay Johnson. Yeah. And George. Deontay Johnson. And George. They got weapons, bro. And first, what's it, the Titan okay, first George Pick- like, Okay, George Pick- They got dudes on their offense, he bro. He kind of nice. He kind of nice. <laughs> kind of nice. He's, yeah, he might be more than kind of. He might be. When you get Kenny Pickett <laughs> throwing him, you're only kind of. Because you ain't going to be exploding with 1,200 yards with Kenny Pickett throwing the football right now. He's young. He's developing, man. They're giving him time to grow, maturing with the defense and yeah. stuff, getting used to his players, obviously. Like, the Steelers last year, very boring football, and the offense is just not there. 
It was like, this is, you got to be an elite offensive football team to win football game. I say defense wins championship. Offense wins and gets you in the playoffs. You got to get in the playoffs. The deciding factor. Yeah, though. yeah. You get you know, rough ride, be a good defense ride in the playoffs and turn it up. But offensively, man, you got to be throwing buckets. But ain't, they ain't going to have an aerial attack right now. So they in last place, missing the playoffs. For me winning it, man, I know everybody likes the Bengals. I love this team last year, and they were looking pretty good until Lamar got injured. This is a team in the Baltimore Ravens without Lamar Jackson in the playoffs almost beat the Cincinnati Bengals in, mm-hmm. a, in a bloody game. Like, the offense, like, it was, it was brutal. A, it was, it was disgusting. Tyler Huntley. Yeah, oh, yeah. But Tyler Huntley almost got it done. He did. Maybe he turned over the football. Which is crazy. Like, he, yeah. Tyler Huntley, he's a nice, he's actually a really good backup quarterback. For that but system. From, yeah, but you go from Huntley to Lamar Jackson with more weapons. He, like, he, he made the call for Odell. He's like, yo, draft a wide receiver. Help me out, Zay Flowers. Hopefully, Zay Flowers turns out a little better than uh, Marquise Brown, the last uh, wide receiver. Or Rashad Bateman. Oh, yeah, Rashad he's Bateman. He's another guy coming he's back. He's coming back from injury. He's, he's been back. in and out in the lineup. So you got some weapons coming. Obviously, you guys, big boy Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. So right now, this is the most like elite skill set of perimeter guys out there and these wide receivers and pass catchers that Lamar Jackson has had in his entire career. So mm-hmm. you give this guy an opportunity. Obviously, in the playoffs so far, like the dude, he has been not that impressive. Oh, job. But the way the guys talk is like, okay, yeah, rushing is cool. But you got to be able to throw the football. So they're going to be relying on that. And you're giving him the weapons. You're giving a new coordinator a little more, a little more, I would say, present offense. Not the rough ride, prehistoric offense of running the football. You got to have a little more balance and, and skewing it <laughs> towards the passing. And Lamar Jackson opening an interview is talking about, yeah, we got to embrace the pass a little more. And he's going to get this opportunity right now. And I believe that Lamar Jackson is going to lead his team to the winning, winning, the winning division and have a nice little playoff berth, man. Mm. And, now with, and now and with Joe Burrow's calf strain and me fading Joe Burrow's and the Cincinnati Bengals, who's been elite the last two years, Baltimore Ravens, baby. I'm all in, baby. I'm all in mm. with the purple this year. I'm all okay. in with the purple. I don't. I don't mind that pick. I, I actually have the Ravens winning this one too. Oh, you do. And I think it's also just the Bengals, man. Like, right? They let Mixon go. Isn't no, that? No, he's there. No, he's there. Is he still there? Okay. He, he, he reduced his salary. He took a pay cut. That's right. He took a pay cut. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was some news when I was out of town, but I, I don't know. It. I know you were just talking about Zoo that like rushing attack is 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 not important. I think it is important. Maybe not as much that you need an elite passing game. Obviously, you need to be able to score quickly, especially against a lot of those AFC teams like the Bills and Chiefs that can just throw points up on the board. That's partially why the Bengals have had so much success against Mahomes. I think they've now only lost one game against Mahomes in the you know Burrow versus Mahomes dynasty. I'm just brushing up on my quarterback's Netflix as of lately. So uh, that's a big pain point in the show for Mahomes is is, is trying to get Love back at Burrow. So um, – Obviously, this is a team that has really solid experience for how little they've spent in the league. I mean, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Burrow, they've all been in the league only a couple of years, and they've gotten very far every single time, pretty much, obviously, besides his major injury. So it's hard for me to just completely pass on the Bengals as a potential division winner, but I do think the Ravens just have the best opportunity this year, I give them more of an upside as a team. I think that we know what to expect with the Bengals. Obviously, if Burrow comes back 
and does not play any of the preseason, I think he should be pretty good for week one. And even if he doesn't play week one, he should be back in the first couple weeks. And at that point, obviously every game matters. But with an extra game now in the NFL schedule like we've seen uh, the past year or so, it does provide them a little bit more opportunity to continue trending upwards as the season goes on, even if he does miss a game or two at the beginning. But I am curious to see what the Browns do. I know we didn't mention them. I don't think they're going to outplay the Ravens or the Bengals. But they actually might have one of the most well-rounded offenses if Deshaun Watson is up yep. to his it's on one man's shoulders. Ability. It is. But you could also argue that it's the same thing for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's got to stay actually, healthy. He's got to stay, stay healthy. healthy. He's got to actually throw the ball. Like we all, obviously, Deshaun Watson, we know what he can do with his arm. It was just getting back into the groove. I mean, he'd pretty much been out almost two seasons, right? Yeah. So you're talking about a guy that hasn't really been looking at NFL defenses that have been adjusting to this ever-changing passing game in the NFL over the past couple of years, and he hadn't even seen it other than watching it on the TV screen, probably. So they got Nick Chubb. They still have one of the best ground-and-pound running backs in the league. Um, obviously, they got Amari Cooper. They have a solid receiving core. In, if, is Njoku still there as well? I think he yes. might be. Underrated tight end, Zoo. He could be trending upwards if Deshaun Watson continues to grow. So, you know, could this end up being one of those divisions where we're talking about both wild cards coming out of it? I think it's going to come down to there, and then obviously the AFC East is going to be the big one because you got the Jets, right, with the Dolphins, and then obviously the Bills. So I know we'll talk about that one later on this month. But I am curious to see because seeing the Browns team with how much talent they have in third place, that's, that's tough to watch, especially as a Cleveland Browns fan. When you were expecting your team to just start taking off when you paid this man 200 plus million in guaranteed money. So I do think the Ravens have the best upside. I would put money on them if I'm betting on the division. Um, I think the Bengals' odds are just way too heavily favored on yep. pretty much what you were saying, Zoo, the overvaluation of Joe Burrow um, consistently doing it for a third year in a row. So I do have them one, two. I think it could be interchangeable. But if I'm a betting man, which I am sometimes, especially with the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens as well. You've got to make that deposit to the FanDuel Yeah, you got to make that deposit. for too long. Nah, man. It's got built up since that uh, Caleb Martin bet back in the uh, – Oh, callback. So, callback right there. You know, um, I'm with you guys in terms of, like, the Ravens, Bengals kind of being that one-two. But I, I truly think with this division – Nothing would be shocking. And I know Zoo's down on Kenny Pickett, but I feel like nothing would be shocking if either one of these teams win the division. Because as much as we're talking about Kenny Pickett and him not, you know, maybe having as much talent, I mean, it's pretty obvious. He don't have as much talent as the other three guys. But it's still the Steelers, and they always figure out how to get seven to eight wins. Mm. So it's like if you – you at some point you can't just – keep saying well that they don't have the talent like i think mike tomlin and his coaching staff first off they do a really good job at drafting receivers so you know they're gonna have guys that can get open i mean i know we talk about deontay and george but there might be a third or fourth guy we're not even talking about and he may go off because that's just what they do yep but i do think they will tailor a lot of this stuff and their play calls and their system to protecting kenny pickett and if Najee has a back like a bounce back year like we could be looking up in middle of november like why the hell the steelers freaking seven and four like what the hell but, like you said, if I'm a betting man, I'm not placing a bet on it. I'm just saying yeah. that could potentially happen. Yeah, um, I'm it's with you. Very open I'm with you. Um, yeah, I'm with you guys with the Ravens. I do think another sleeper for them, uh, which kind of depends on how 
if because the OC they got, he claims they're going to do way more down the field passing and all that type of stuff. I think Isaiah likely as a number number two tight end could actually be a guy who could get some nice routes underneath because he's built more like a receiver. Now he may be more of a you know red zone guy or somebody to just stretch the field with, but he could be a guy that could really give Lamar another six five six six guy in the middle of the field to throw to. So you know, add that along with the guys you just uh, you guys mentioned. Like I don't know, man. I I think this offense has a chance to be really explosive, and we always know that you know Ravens always have a defense, so I'm never worried about that. Um, the one thing for them I am going to be curious about. I know you brought up people's jk dobbins mm-hmm. i've never really been high on him i just i think it's partly because he's just a shorter back and he's not super fast i just feel like he's plotting and he's been injured austin eckler i don't i i don't think melvin gordon is gonna have to bounce back that <laughs> some people may no. think he had he may have i don't think that's gonna come so then now you're looking at gus edwards i think he's still there I'm I, I just don't see that i'll just tell you that oh, oh you're better. yeah <laughs> you yeah better I just, you know, I, I mean, I don't even know why Dalvin wouldn't go there because I feel like he can go there and maybe start. Um, but I'm not super excited about their backfield. So to my point, if they're not able to run the ball as, as effective this year and they're just concentrated on the pass, I think that may lend itself to maybe exposing Lamar a little bit more because I do think he can throw the ball really well. But, you know, him throwing 45 or 40 times a game, I still want to see that balance. So that's the only thing that scares yeah. me about them. Um the Bengals, man, we don't know. If if Burrow is out till week five or six, I think they're done. Because even though I don't know who their backup is, I just don't think he's going to be able to get Chase and Higgins and Tyler Board the ball as efficient. Uh, so, you know, to your point, Pivush, man, the Browns is the biggest wild card. Because yep. they do have one of the top offensive lines in NFL. Yep. So I think that's going to help and aid with – Deshaun and him, oh, yeah. you know, maybe easing his way back into becoming a top quarterback. Like you said, Chubbs, arguably top two, top three running back. So he's going to be efficient. Njoku, um, I think their third receiver, People's Jones, I think with them getting Elijah Moore and him maybe becoming a, a nice slot number two will take the pressure off of People's Jones. And I think he has a nice upside because he's another big body receiver. So Big-ball, that could give you give yeah. him – yeah, I think that can give him – more options to maybe throw the ball down the field. And I think the Browns defense is going to be, you know, I think every defense in this division for the most part is going to be pretty, pretty legit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think that. that's going to be a worry for any of the teams. So I think the biggest wild card is going to be Deshaun and the Browns. And, it, you know, I don't know. It just, I wonder what the Browns odds would be. Like if I can get super, for super sure, really right good now. odds on them, I might just, I might, throw some money down on them because it's they, just i guess maybe plus plus 375 plus 350 maybe i know the steelers are like plus 500 yeah so because yeah. i think i saw they might be in the threes if i had to guess yeah i mean they're obviously well, third because you can't not put the Bengals or ravens yeah, yeah. no matter how plus you price 380 plus, plus 380 yeah, see, there you go See, look at that, man. I might as well just start betting now. Cincinnati yeah. Bengals mm. are plus 150, yep. and the Baltimore Ravens, a nice, juicy plus 220. Mm. I have to put some money. Oh, man. I got to deposit my bank account, uh, my FanDuel account right now, man. Well, Zoo, I'd hold off just in case there are any injuries during the preseason. That's oh, what that screwed is me true. with the oh, bank, that so is true. That is true. And, and to be honest, I don't think Burrow is going to miss that much time. From the initial reports, it sounds like it's – That's probably why the odds haven't shifted. Exactly. And that's also why I think you mentioned this earlier, Sean. They might 
they might know something more than we do, right? They're obviously yeah. it's Vegas, man. They usually do. They're, they're in. That's why they keep building all these million dollar casinos down in Vegas because yeah. they know way more than that's we do. And we're the suckers every time we put a couple stuff billion in dollar worth for a damn sphere yeah. to just show dumb stuff on there, man. It's just because of all the sports gambling money I've lost to Vegas this past couple of years, man. <laughs> Personally, fun to get we, myself. We think we think we know it all, but yeah, they yeah. They, they laugh every time we play. I, that would be if we had like a time capsule of just the people who watch like peons like us put bets in and just watch their faces as we put these bets in there like look at these idiots putting like whatever on the borough or putting whatever like look at these mvp odds look at these idiots like you know let's get the building ready another building ready in uh vegas so we can start uh taking these people's money MVP but mvp this yeah. year man mvp this year gotta make a bet gotta make a bet again this year last year was a i'm fail. sure we'll do uh uh accolade predictions oh yeah for, for award sure. predictions yeah, yeah, oh i, I got a shout out to us Justin Jeff, Offensive Player of the Year, man. Justin Jeff, Offensive Player of the mm. Year last year. Damn yeah, that prediction. Yeah, he he's he, he keep messing around. He might be getting some MVP odds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's dirty. He he's a he's a different cat, man. He's a different cat. You know, I think Kirk Cousins made limit, and I got a lot of respect for Kirk Cousins because to your point, people was watching the QB one show. Like man. he's he's literally become one of my favorite players. Just yeah, in the league yeah. because he just seems like he is like the embodiment of what you think of a QB one. Just the just whole ultra. like life, yeah, lifestyle. But locked in. He uh he might cap Justin Jefferson's potential, but man, I don't know, man. He he has a really good knack for getting open and getting That's yards. So yeah, he do. Uh, and it's gonna be interesting to see where he ends up getting drafted, like his consistency of where he gets drafted in a lot of these leagues. So. Um, you know, that was our review this week for fantasy and the division talk. Uh, next week, we'll be continuing the same thing. You guys stay locked in for that. Make sure you follow us on bullheaded underscore pod. Like I said, fantasy football is here. So I may be doing some comparisons. Uh, you know, I'm on Twitter, which is now, I guess, X. Uh, I'm going to start trying oh, to crank up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's it looks ridiculous. So dumb. Yeah, it, it, it looks, looks crazy. So dumb. Oh, yeah. It, sh- shout out to Elon. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, I love Elon, but what the hell are you? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it either. But, you know, I might start because of the change of the Twitter going to X. I might be able to put some more different content on there. As always, I'm on TikTok, Bullheaded864, YouTube, Quantro Knows. Make sure you listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And for me, Sue and P. Bush, we are out.